Hey folks, in this episode, I'm sitting down with Maxim Jago. We're gonna be talking about his latest project, the Creativity Conference. This is Twitter. Hey, welcome back to another episode of This Week in Photo. I'm your host, Frederick Van Johnson. Today, my good friend Maxim, whom I just got to shake hands with for the first time in Las Vegas at the NAB conference, he's here uh, on the podcast to talk about his latest project, the Creativity Conference, which as luck would have it, I am going to be participating in. But I wrangled him to come in in the middle of the night, I think it is, where he's at over the on the other side of the pond, to come in and chat with us about the past, you know, sort of the inception of this conference, where it is today, and where it might be going. Maxim, welcome to the show, man. How's it going? Hi. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm very glad to be here. It was amazing. Do you know, we, we've had so many conversations that I... I didn't even realize we'd never met in person. No, it's wild. It's wild. It was amazing yeah. being able to see everybody in three D at uh, and and hugs all around and and feel that human connection. It was really really wonderful. Yeah, no, I love it. And you know, you know what I always find hard when I because you've been on the podcast before, I always find it difficult introducing you because you are um, what's what's the the going term in Silicon Valley? Sleep deprived. Multi hyphenate. <laughs> no, you're a multi hyphenate. <laughs> Yeah, so. it's tough. You know, actually, I've made some progress with my mother because she would, you know, people would ask her, you know, what does what does what does your other son do? What does he do? And and she would just look blankly uh, for most of my adult life. She just I had no idea. <laughs> He's a creative. Actually. That's it. He's a creative. Yeah, he, he does did. some sort of creative thing, something with technology. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, but broadly speaking, I would say directing films, uh, consulting as a futurist on emerging technology, uh, future socioeconomic stuff, and education. And, um, you know, writing books. I'm known because I write the book on the official book on Premiere Pro, the official book on Audition, a couple of thousand tutorials on post-production. That's kind of where I'm known in the media industry. Um, a few of my tutorials are inside Premiere Pro. That's kind of cool. And um, But, of course, founding the conference is a big thing as well now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that because that's I want to spend the bulk of this interview or this discussion. I, this doesn't even feel like an interview. This is more of a discussion uh, between two friends. You know, hey, this is what I'm working on. So but that that kind of puts the creativity conference. It makes it seem small. It is not small. This is a conference that you're putting together. You're the you're the head honcho pulling all the strings behind the scenes. It's things taking place in Iceland. It's when I look at it, you know, especially as a speaker that's participating in this event, I look at it from the perspective of this feels like um, a conference that I feel like I want to build, right? Or I would have built like a TED type inspirational event that you don't feel bored and there's a lot of stuff going on. It's in an exciting kind of new area for most of us in your location wise. And you've just got this thing chock full of amazing speakers and things that are happening. Tell us what it is. Well, first of all, tell us why you created it specifically and, and who who are you targeting when you put this thing together? Well, thank you. And I, but before I do, I have to say what a compliment for you to say this is something you would want to do. You know, yeah. that's uh, coming from you. That, that means a lot. Thank you. You know, I spent. I think now it's well over 20 years doing keynotes and um, speaking at conferences all over the world, which is something that I absolutely love to do. And historically, maybe I'd be talking about technology or media, uh, or specifically media technology. And then increasingly now, I'm, I'm doing keynotes about personal development, 
creative thinking and that sort of stuff yeah. um, and future tech. But there was a there was a conference I was speaking at and um, it was a big event. And I, and I noticed of myself that I wasn't attending any of the other sessions except to heckle my friends. And I was thinking, <laughs> well, you know, why is that? Right. Because I stay I try to stay for the duration of conferences that I speak at to participate. And I realized it was because I was just having back-to-back amazing conversations with the people that I was meeting. And it was just phenomenal um, connecting with, with everyone there. And I was learning and growing, and they were sharing insights with me. And I just didn't have time to attend the other sessions. And so I started to wonder, you know, what kind of event, what conference would I pay to attend rather than being paid to attend? And I usually get paid to speak, and lots of my friends and colleagues do. And I was thinking that, you know, there, but there are some events that I come to for free. So what would that be that I would actually pay? And that was the real inception of, uh, like, the, the original genesis of the concept of the conference. And essentially, it's an opportunity to get some just incredible minds together to, to connect them in a safe space where they can share insights and understanding and experience with one another. So I often describe the creativity. Actually, sometimes I describe it as Ted meets Burning Man. Yeah, so we're, nice. you know, we're not focusing particularly on technology or actually we specifically invite the, the speakers not especially to speak about uh, technology, techniques, uh, workflows, business skills, branding, social issues, legal issues. We invite them specifically and they rarely get an opportunity to do this. When I say this to the speakers, they get very excited. We invite them to speak about their joy. Mm-hmm. And in particular, so we want, to, we want their joy to be infectious and inspirational and to change their audiences. But we ask them to speak about whatever it is that inspires them so profoundly that they have no choice but to create something that just never existed before something that's just completely new. And and how do they do that? So we ask them to give practical, specific, actionable advice about how they get from, oh, I've got this idea, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a sculpture, right? And I, I don't know why, but I feel moved, I feel compelled. I'm gonna create this sculpture of a person I've never seen before. And here's the hunk of stone that I just received. I've ordered this hunk of stone and I've got the tools. How am I going to get from a hunk of stone to, you know, the statue of David or whatever? Mm-hmm. How, what am I going to do to get from A to B? Yeah. And so my goal is that people who attend the conference come away from the experience just inspired and, and reinvigorated and ready for action in their creative field. Now, it could be that, that people who come, you know, it could be that they're business leaders. And we've got, you know, our speakers are super broad, uh, very diverse demographically, but also extremely diverse creatively. Mm-hmm. We have a, you know, a fine artist, a performance poet, a choreographer, an actor. We've got the architect of the Hyperloop stations, the founder of Raindance, co-founder of Sundance. Um, we've got musicians, and, and so it goes on and on. Very, very diverse people working in a number of different fields. Some people are just talking about business leadership. And the idea is that whatever field you identify yourself as part of, as a creative, great. Uh, explore other fields. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we're going to do that I'm really looking forward to is we're going to have 
speakers interview each other and they're going to be really mixed up. So maybe we'll have our architect, Begum, who's amazing, interview the choreographer to explore the ways in which their two very different fields share patterns and the kind of rules of the creative process. I love that. So it's That's going to be a real meeting of minds. Yeah, you know, what? one of the things that I think of when, when you first approached me with, with speaking at this conference, I've always wanted to go to Iceland, of course, so that was a no-brainer. Uh, who doesn't want to go visit Iceland, especially if you're a photographer? Un unfortunately for people that live in Iceland, has been a, a constant ivy drip of photographers visiting that landmass over there. And I'm one of them, right? So, but when I thought about this conference, I was thinking, this is, this is kind of an unconference. Like, what is it? What is a day in the life? So not only am I, you know, I've flown internationally before, so that doesn't really scare me, you know, flying to a different country. But thinking of, okay, now I'm going to be in a different country and I'm going to a conference that's unlike any other conference. Plus, I want to do some photography while I'm there. So it can be yeah. a little overwhelming. Can you unravel for, you know, the, the person that's considering coming to the conference? What is it? What's a day in the life? look like from the moment they touch down, you know, at the airport in Iceland to, you know, they finished with day one of the conference, what should they have expected to experience? My goodness. Uh, yeah, that's a great, that's a great uh, question, a great thing to describe. Yeah. A couple of things to say about Iceland, like a few people have said, why Iceland? Iceland is gorgeous. I'm using the word gorgeous, but I, I need a stronger word than the dictionary has. It's insanely gorgeous. It looks unreal in its gorgeousness. And the flight journey, the flight times are not that long from North America or Western Europe. Uh, most people there speak English. Iceland's actually number one in the peace index 13 years in a row. Super safe, super permissive society. Uh, people are super friendly. And, uh, you know, if you come from an English speaking or you speak English uh, nation, you will be absolutely fine in Iceland. And so you don't get that cultural culture shock that a lot of people get when they travel to other countries. So uh, apart from it being very beautiful to see, there's also a massive creative tradition in Iceland. But I don't really see this as an Icelandic conference. I see this as a, an amazing meeting of minds, exploration of creativity in nestled in this incredible landscape. And a day in the life of the conference attendee is pretty spectacular. And actually, every day is more or less the same in its structure. Mm -hmm. So each day begins with uh, Tai Chi and mindfulness sessions provided by our speaker, Bob Chang. And then we have a couple of hours or so of sessions. We have seven concurrent speaking rooms plus a digital experience room. We've got um, all sorts of installation-based experiences we're planning. Positron are bringing four Voyager chairs for VR experiences. We have more planned in, in that direction as well that I can announce uh, later. And so we have 156 sessions to choose between. And at any given moment, you'll be choosing one of seven sessions that are being presented. So it could be experiences, it could be guided discussions. We're still working out the details with our speakers. Then we have a lunch break, then we'll have a keynote. Uh, we actually have a keynote from the head of media at NASA, Bob Jacobs. Uh, he's just a phenomenal speaker and he's looking at doing some additional things with the conference as well. Plus we've got a, a keynote from uh, Erin, who's the head of content creation at uh, Verizon. 
And uh, again, very inspirational speaker. I think Erin signs off $4 billion of content a year for Verizon. And so her perspective is absolutely incredible. Then we have uh, two or three hours more uh, sessions in the afternoon. We're building interior uh, Japanese, an interior Japanese and Icelandic garden. So two different gardens indoors for people to meet and hang out in. Because I really want to create an environment where people can meet, meet future collaborators and make friends for future projects. So you'll be able to say, hey, let's meet in the Japanese garden at two on Thursday and and hang out in that gorgeous environment. Then uh, at the end of the day's sessions, we have um, like a two and a half hour break for everyone to get dinner. And then each evening, we've got uh, different evening events planned. So in the evening of the first night, so during the day, our musician speakers are going to talk about their method, talk about how they create, how they ideate and develop their music. Mm-hmm. And then that night, we're having a music night at a famous music venue in Iceland called Gamla Bio. And those musician performers, they're going to perform that night. And the second night, we've got uh, the Ice Museum to ourselves for our movie night. We're hosting a short film competition. And the third night is an open mic night. So everybody, actually, I'm thinking, I, I, I'd like to know what you think about this. I'm thinking about making the closing night a fancy dress party. I just think that'd be hilarious. And then we'll have an open mic where people can do whatever they want. You can sign up for a six-minute slot on a mic. Yeah, either either fancy dress or a pajama party. One of those. So. Yeah. yeah, I'm hosting one of those in Cannes. Yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, if anyone's going to the Cannes Film Festival, reach out because we're... We're doing a spectacular party there on the 19th. Yeah, yeah pajamas, a pajama party. You got to put that in yes. there. That's important. That's important. Um, you know what? All this sounds amazing. All these speakers um, and the attendees, I can't imagine. If, if you've got, you know, this many amazing speakers, the attendees to an event like this will be equally impressive, I'm sure, right? And there's going to be mm-hmm. a lot of opportunities for networking and conversation and just, you know, one-on-one or, you know, groups, small groups clustering and networking together. Have you facilitated or have you built in, you know, the schedule? So kind of that loose free time where people can just coalesce and say, hey, you know, hey, NASA guy, what, what's what's with this Elon Musk stuff? You know, when, are we going to have that? Are going to have this opportunity? <laughs> Absolutely. And, and actually, it's something that we haven't spoken about very much because I'm not really billing the conference as a networking event, but obviously that's what it is. You're going to be in the room with, it will be between 200 and 450 attendees. We, we can't take more than 450 because uh, we need a bigger boat. Like there's a limit to the venue <laughs> size that we're in. We'd, we'd have to book another venue, maybe next year. But uh, you will be in the room with people that are so committed to creative thinking that they've flown themselves to Iceland to attend a conference on that subject. Just think of the minds that you're going to be in the room with when you attend this event. And obviously, we're facilitating networking and we've got an app and you'll be able to arrange meetings and connect with people and that kind of stuff. But the goal for me is those chance encounters. You're walking. I've had this so many times, Frederick. You're at some event, you're walking along the corridor, and you see someone that just looks interesting, and you get talking to them. And it turns out that they're that they're just fascinating, and they're working in a similar field, and you share understanding and information. And then before you know it, you're you're planning events with them, and you're arranging uh, projects. Right. So you know, yes, a hundred percent. It's about 
human connection. That's a crucial part of this event. And you will be, you know, a lot of the, we're filming all of the, we're working with the Icelandic Film School. We're filming all of the sessions. So you don't have to worry about FOMO. You'll be getting access to the library, just like Ted. You'll get access to the library of recordings uh, mm -hmm. from, uh, from the event. And if you are in conversation with someone, you stick with that conversation. You connect with that person. You can watch the video later. Uh, there's going to be amazing sessions all the time, but yeah. it's about the connections, you know, We're making so, a safe space for people to connect. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. So, so, so that's a day in the life and networking. What about after? Mike, what, how do you, as a conference organizer, how do you determine if the event was successful and what does that, what does success mean to you for an event like this? Wow. Do you know, that is a great question. I think <laughs> you know where we're at with organizing it right now. I think the event just happening will count as success. Right. There's so much to organize, <laughs> but I think I think you know we ran a we we ran a one day creativity conference in Dubai a few weeks ago, and it was just one day, one room. I think we had twelve sessions, and it was just to test the spirit of the thing to see if if people are connecting with what we're trying to do, mm -hmm. and. Honestly, I couldn't have been, I mean, I was, I was, mo I was so moving. People's reactions were, people were, were emotional talking about how nobody is doing this. Everybody, when you go to these, you know, conferences and they're great, right? You're learning about how to edit video. You know, I teach this stuff, right? How to edit video, how to frame a shot, how to set up three-point lighting, how to develop a marketing plan for a business. All of this stuff is extremely valuable. And, and you should go to those sessions, right? They're really helpful to develop your career in your chosen field. But basically, nobody's talking about the universal quality of this, this universal quality of the human condition, which is creativity. My, my working definition of creativity is any intentional decision. If you make an intentional decision, you're changing the future. You might not get what you expect, but you're creating a future that would not have existed if you hadn't uh, made the decision that you did. That's that, that magical combination of perception and, and volition, right? So you perceive well, right? You receive the understanding and then you make a decision. That's your volition on the basis of your understanding. And then you take action. That's your agency, right? And by taking action, and action could be just thinking a new thought or it could be painting a picture or dancing a dance. It could be raising children in a new way. Whatever it is, that combination of those three things of experience, decision-making, and action, that's, the, that's creation, right? That's you creating yeah. the future. That's right. So people came away, and just nobody's talking about this stuff at events. So people came away from the one-day event in Dubai, and they were just, they were, they were grateful. You know, people were really sharing from the heart. Like I say, this is like a campfire where people are, People are sitting around saying, hey, you do that amazing thing. How do you really do that amazing mm -hmm. thing? Like, what, mm -hmm. What's the real truth of it? Yeah. And people were sharing incredible experiences. We're planning another one-day creativity conference. Actually, you're hearing it here first. It's the first public announcement, the 10th of June. Next month, the 10th of June, at the Microsoft Garage in New York, yeah. we're hosting a one-day creativity conference. This will be a free in-person event. Uh, reach out if you want to come on the list to attend. 
And we've got some spectacular speakers already lined up. Uh, there'll be a free lunch, which is, you know, my favorite flavor of ice cream is free. <laughs> and so uh, please join us on the 10th of June. It's going to be a spectacular event. And we're doing the same thing. So to answer your question, you know, when you're working in the world of creativity, sometimes people will ask, what is the definition of art with a capital A rather than art with a small a? And my lazy language answer is, if you just look at the thing and you think, oh, that's clever, that's nice, I like that picture, that's small a art. That's the craft of an artist being put to work. A good color combination, look at William Morris and, and you know balanced colors, all of that, that's craft. And it's absolutely valuable and important. But if you experience something and you are changed by the experience of witnessing that thing or, or, or having the experience of that thing, that for me is capital A art. That is what makes art transcendent. And if people come away from the conference feeling like different people, like they've grown, they've matured, you know, so, so I've said many times, it's not age that bestows wisdom, it's experience. And what we're asking our speakers to do is convey their experience to the attendees so that the attendees can benefit from that experience, the insight, the perception, the perspective that comes from having lived it, right? They say the difference between the master and the student is that the master has failed more times than the student has tried. I love yes. that quote. I love that. And now you've got all these people, 52 incredible speakers, and I'm, including you, which I'm really excited about, talking about you know photography, different types of photography, and how do you capture that moment? And when you're photographing a person, how do you know? How do you know? Like uh, Norman Holland had, uh, his, you know, may rest in peace, is a beautiful man. He wrote this book, The Lean Forward Moment, when you're editing film and TV. How do you know the scene is working? And he would argue it's because you lean forward. When you're working on a project, and it's the same in gaming, if anybody's worked in gaming technology, we've got... Um, um, Justin, who's coming in from uh, Epic, he runs a piece of Epic, and they own Unreal, of course. When, we, when we're looking at gaming, there's a moment where you're playing a game where you are literally leaning forward on the edge of your seat. What is that? And how do you create that? How do you manufacture that? If people come away from this conference having learned that, I'm good. Let's just do that every year from now on and get everyone together. I love that. that. It's it's so much. It's going to be a, a, a fantastic event. I'm honored to be involved in it. Oh, I'm looking forward to hanging out there and making lots of connections, learning lots of things about different industries and different mm -hmm. creative disciplines, and uh, hopefully getting a few pictures of icebergs while I'm out there. So that's the, that's the plan. Yeah. If, if there are any left by the time we go, you know, <laughs> take some photos of them. Yeah, it's a trip, apparently, to get to, get to where the... Um where all that stuff is, but oh, okay. absolutely okay. worth it. Oh, and you know, the, an we, we've got, um, you know, 52 speakers coming and it's just going to be something other. Every person is going to be sharing this deep insight into the creative process. And my, my hope is that people come away understanding that, that to be creative is to live, yeah. that it doesn't matter if you're making yourself lunch or dinner or deciding how you're going to approach your next telephone call. It's about living an intentional life. 
And that applies massively to business as well. You know, you and I have spoken about different types of, of interaction within large-scale organizations. I consult for multiple multi-billion dollar blue chip companies who are working on extraordinary technologies that the world has yet to see. Amazing stuff. And someone, you know, the way that a person emails you can just light up your day mm-hmm. and change the rest of your afternoon. Right. Or if you think about the way that the way that words change the listener. And, you know, if I, without getting into a big spiel about it, but, you know, if I say the words red apple, every single person watching this video now is thinking about a red apple. And there's nothing you can do about it. In order for you to receive the words, you have to think about the thing that they signify. Words are just signifiers. Yeah. And so as a speaker, as a public speaker, as a storyteller, as a raconteur, you know, for poets as well, or authors, words alone change the person that receives them just like music changes the feelings of the person listening it's incredibly powerful right this is a superpower and what can we do with that how can we make the world even better because it's pretty spectacular right now i love it i love it uh words to live by that's all that is absolutely true and very appropriate to start the week with as we record this on monday may 9th um what's a uh if people want to you know, check out the creativity conference and sign up for it. What's a good location for them to go? Uh, well, the website is ideal creativityconference.is. Yes. We'll take you right there. And there's information. We're building the sessions page. All of the speakers are listed. You can see who's there. There's information about traveling. We'll give you access to everything in the conference and lunch. Uh, you got to sort out your flights and accommodation. Flights are not crazy expensive. And uh, accommodations, kind of like New York, you can you know you can do it cheaply or more expensive, mm-hmm. and you'll have an amazing time. Arrive on the second of August, stay until the sixth, and um, yeah, please join us. It's going to be a spectacular experience. I love it. All right, Maxim, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you. It's always always uh, inspirational having conversations with you. I mean, you you know you've got that, that magical voice, right? So you could just <laughs> oh, thank narrate you. audiobooks or a podcast and, you know, people could just listen to it. So it's you you could thank be talking about garbage in the corner or a dumpster fire, it still sounds amazing. So thank you. <laughs> thank you, Frederick. All right, we'll leave it right there. Maxim, thank you. Take care. This is Twitter.